Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring! <clears throat> Hello! Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Reese, and with me is Jesse Harley, whose throat is still... still sounds like a chainsaw being dragged across some gravel. That's really descriptive. I like. I was going to say, like, what's he going to come up with? But like, there it is. Yeah, there we go. It's my sexy, my sexy chainsaw. Voice. Jesse's sexy throat. I'm drinking coffee, which is probably he, not good for it. But he, fuck it, I don't remember care. that. Remember you won uh, Mister Throat twenty twenty eight. Oh, that was a good time. Twenty twenty eight. In the future, it's a good time. Uh, yeah. re- uh, remember the future. Yeah, <laughs> uh, vividly, vividly. Uh, how how are you doing? I'm good. Uh, busy as always. Busy as always. You're like the busiest person I know. I have two businesses. And you have two busy. businesses and three kids and a dog and like, and yet you also like it's so weird. You you love life more than anyone I know. And most people who are workaholics that I've met think that they just need to work more in order to enjoy life more. And it's actually <laughs> the opposite. Like they're just they're digging themselves in a hole. You have managed to create this world at, like of like if i work harder i will enjoy life more and somehow you magically made it a thing <laughs> that's not how it works normally like <laughs> yeah I, I think unless i unless i have i achieve something in work that i feel good about by the end of the week i worry that um i'm, I'm a failure so 
I, I apply myself to it and then achieve something and then it fills my enthusiasm for everything else. See, I'm gonna ex- keep moving forward. I'm, actually, I'm the same way. I, I feel very big about achievement. Yeah. Um, I was, I was, um, grew up from a young age having... Me too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Uh, Jesse, have you ever heard of the uh, uh, Shawinigan handshake? The Shawinigan? Shawinigan. 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 That, that, that's a place in Quebec. S H A W I N I G A N. Shawinigan. Shawinigan. I've never heard of the Shawinigan handshake. And the Shawinigan is not a euphemism. I'm glad we're getting back into more comical, more like lighthearted sort of stuff. Yeah. Because like this, the show has has evolved it, from it, it got dark. teaching Jesse who doesn't care about politics to teaching Jesse who is angry about Canadian politics. How to be more angry. How to be more angry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Shawinigan handshake is not um, anything to do with sex. Um, oh. Yeah. I mean, that's where my mind went instantly. If you hear the word Shawinigan... I mean, you just yeah. go to some dark, sexy places real quick. So, um, is it uh, G- what's on the menu for tonight, baby? So, do, Schwinnigan. Do you re- do you remember? <laughs> oh, I'll get the forks. Uh, do you remember the? Pri- I'm I'm going to massacre his name. Uh, the prime minister. They all love this. John Sheraton. I don't. Okay, I've John never heard of him. Sheraton. I'm sure he's like. I mean, he was. I've made it a. I've made it a. I'm. I'm probably not. I, I mean, I grew up learning French, but my pronunciation of French names and words are probably uh, I can only have a look. moderately better than recent. So is it pretty? Is I've it, left my. I've. I've. I've um, made a decision that I'm not ever going to try to pronounce or correct Reese's French because we have enough audience members writing to us correcting him for him. <laughs> um, so this is. I'm Thank asking Google that, how to pronounce. He's a pretty prominent prominent. Jean Tridien. Jean Tridien, right. uh, according to Google, might be wrong, who knows. So he was a very popular Liberal Party leader who was unchallenged for three consecutive federal elections from 1993 to 2003. Hold on, he was what? A very popular Prime Minister. Liberal Prime Minister for the the majority of the 90s. He was our, he was prime our minister. country's Prime Minister in the 90s? And yeah. I, well, then again, I was a teenager, so I didn't really care. Jean Crédien. I just pressed that again to remind me. Um, so, oh my God, are you saying Jean Crédien? Jean Crédien. Jean Crédien. Yeah, oh my go. God, man. There we go. So you, you <laughs> do know him. You do know him. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Jean Crédien. Jean Crédien. Yeah, you know him. Crédien. The Crédien. The yeah. the Canadian Bill Clinton. You were saying. Uh, the, of, uh, oh my God, man, that's so fucking funny. You were mispronouncing it so poorly. <laughs> that I literally, I'm like, how can I, I should have known who our prime minister was yeah, in the it's 90s. So, it's so much easier. It, in the UK, you just go Tony Blair. Very easy to say. But I was like, no, it was fucking John Crescian. John Crescian. 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 That's all. There's lots of there funny stories about John Crescian. Well, this is a good one. And you haven't heard the Shawinigan handshake? No. This is what a, were you calling him again? John Sheraton. There it is. Yeah, there, there you go. go. <laughs> I'm going to keep calling him that. Prime Minister Sheraton. I'm just going to call him Jean. Uh, so, so uh, in 1985, there was the Quebec. That wasn't a joke, by the way. You honestly, you I just, genuinely. I, no, no. I just, I've read his name many times. I just never heard anyone say it out loud. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm also probably not pronouncing I've it. Only been here three, really I've, only, pro- I've only been here but, three years. Everything yeah, is new to me. God, that's funny. Um, um, so, I, was, <laughs> I thought it was going to be like some prime minister from like the 1800s or 19. No, no, no. It was the, like the, the 90s. 90s. Yeah, yeah. I should have known who's like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah I did know. I was just saying it very badly. Oh, oh my sorry, God. Really sorry, funny. John Kretchen. Uh, hey, so, good job. That was good. Kretchen. Yeah. Perfect. There we go. So 1985, Quebec had a referendum to be uh, an independent uh, sovereign nation, which they lost by a very small percentage. So the turn- Yeah, it was close. The turnout was 93.52%, and the no option uh, was carried. It lost by like 54,000 votes or something ridiculous. It was, it was yeah. It was, it was a, like half a percent. It was a big story. Yeah. But what that meant was that a separatist were very angry. I shouldn't say his name is John. It's not John. It's John. John. So, John. Yeah. Uh, so on November the 5th, 1995, a Quebec separatist called André Dallet broke into the Prime Minister's residence at 24 Sussex Drive, and he was armed with a large... Hold on. Oh, hold on a second. 24 Sussex Drive. Is that like... It's like the, the, it's like like the, the White House? House? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know that. We did a whole thing. No, but I just thought that was where he lived. No, that, that was I that, thought, like, you, the prime I thought you found out the address like we, okay, so I, I wouldn't time. give away somebody's if I if I worked out where a, a prominent politician lived, I wouldn't give their address. I mean, away. I thought it was a little a little, you know, out there to do, but I was like, wow. Well, do you know what, do you know what happened? Like, somebody dumped a load of boxes at the end of my driveway this morning um for for garbage collection and I their name and address was on everything on these boxes it was one person it was their name and address and i had three options i could either just dump it at their house yeah i could shame them on the residence group with their name and address which is what some people do or i could have called the um the actual um the the municipality and got the them to find them for dumping the garbage in somebody's house even though i had clear because i had clear evidence oh fi- oh, oh g- dumped get, garbage yeah yeah somebody else's property with their, with their address on so i went i went for a, for a fourth option where I mess, I found them because because I had I had their name and address, so I worked out. Hold on, how did you get? Oh, because a bunch of their mail was in the yeah. Garbage? There was just parcel boxes with their name and address. I so worked, hold on, sorry, sorry. Uh, so, this is a neighbor of yours dumped a truck full of garbage in your lawn or driveway at the end of my driveway. Yeah, just dumped just a bunch boxes, of garbage, just boxes, delivery boxes. So. Um, Why did they do this? I have no idea. In so, your specific yeah, driveway, yeah, yeah. I pulled up. I pulled up all the information I could find on the internet because I had their full name and address, um, and I found them on Facebook and I messaged them saying, "Hey, just so you know, these it's boxes shit like this that I live for <laughs> for our show, okay? So these these sides, these asides that that have nothing to do with politics. <laughs> that just like so. I was like these boxes that you left at the end, or that somehow Holy, you found them. That somehow ended up at the end of our driveway. So have, did you like call them? Did you email I messaged them? them through Facebook okay. and I said, "I found all of this information about you um, uh, because you left them on these boxes." Um, I tr- I found you through Facebook. Aren't you worried about identity theft? Because I'm your neighbor. Don't you want to come and pick these up and dispose of your address uh, and all this information? Because if it was me, I wouldn't want my information and all my details just left on the- somebody's curbside. And uh, then I left for work. That was today? That was this morning, yeah. So you don't have they an update? They, they read the message and they didn't reply. So I, you, I haven't been back yet your, to see what happened to the boxes. So. Oh, what? Oh, my God. So I like There's going to be a part two. I like, I like my fourth option of terrifying them with the potential of identity theft. Even terrifying them, you did it in such a nice neighborly manner. That's just who you are. You, I, did, I didn't go, why did you dump your shit here? I went, aren't you concerned about this? I found no, out all this information. No, it was very smart. I found out all this information about you because you left these boxes outside my house. So You should have sent them photos yeah. of them. Like, my neighbors love me. <laughs> honestly, like... <laughs> <laughs> 
if you knew who they were, I would have taken it a step further, right? Like I could I could talk about I could read their name and address on this podcast, but I'm not a dick. Well, no, so. okay, that's a bit that's <laughs> let's call that if it happens again. Plan C and I was gonna say plan B was take your DSLR, take your camera, right? Yeah. And then secretly take photos of them like sunbathing <laughs> in the backyard or like through their through their window, their bathroom I'm, I'm window. Not, I'm not gonna do that. And That's then like illegal. and then set hold on, wait, wait, wait. And then Facebook them all innocent, like and a, as a good neighbor talking about identity theft, right? And like, yeah. <laughs> Look at what I found online of you when I Googled your name. Like these photos of you. At, like, don't say you took them. Just say that you found them. <laughs> or you could sign them up for On a bunch the dark of web. You could sign them up for a bunch of brochures and things for stuff they don't want. Oh, that's easy. So they, I mean, you get so enough, they end up every time they go to the mailbox, like, load of junk mail just falls out. And then they just dump it in your driveway again. <laughs> exactly. And it just ends up in my driveway again. So, <laughs> so anyway, enough about my problems. I want to hear no we when we um, record again, I want to hear part two of this. Like Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So anyway, that's uh, gonna be boring. It's so gonna be just came and it, Anyway, back to Canadian politics. I guess uh, a Quebec separatist tried to murder the Prime Minister Boring with, um with a knife with a hunting knife and he was arrested before he could injure anyone. Uh, but he was very tense because someone tried to kill him with a knife. I would be tense if someone tried. I was tense because someone dumped boxes outside my house. So when was this? Someone tried to kill. This John was Crenshaw. in 1995 after the after the the after Quebec lost the referendum. So who was trying to be murdered? With he, was, he wasn't trying to be murdered. He was trying not to be murdered like right, everybody yeah, else. So who was, but, that's right. Yeah, I uh, John Cheriton. <laughs> Chitton. John. Uh, was they tried to murder him? Share it again. John, um, Chrétien. yeah, uh, and all, so so then what happened was he was he was going to uh, Quebec then to to commemorate the first National Flag Day of Canada, and as he addressed an assembled crowd, uh, anti-poverty activists heckled the Prime Minister over his proposed changes to Canada's unemployment insurance program as he made his way to the limousine, and there was a, a an anti-poverty protester called Bill Clement. And uh, Jean was confronted. Prime Minister Jean was confronted by the protester. And he so Jean grabbed the protester by the back of the neck and chin, forced them to the ground and broke one of the protesters teeth in the process. Oh, yeah. No, he's he's had multiple, multiple violent uh, incidences with people getting in his face. And it's it's like it's well documented. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of amazing. So, he, and, he choked a reporter well, and, and then, like and, straight on video too. someone else was like, <laughs> it was amazing. I've got a picture of, of it. Look at that. Oh, that is the photo of him choking the, it? Yeah. It's a, it's a protester. So, a, pro, a protester. Maybe so, not so, a reporter, so then another yeah. protester tried to block the, the Prime Minister's passage to the limo and uh, with a megaphone. The Prime Minister knocked him over and then the RCMP jumped on. Um, uh, and, and, and he John <laughs> later defended his actions by say, saying, some people came my way and I had to go. So if you're in my way... That's what he's, I mean, to be honest, he, he someone tried to murder him with a knife, and then people mob he's, him. But he's a badass man. Look at what? his response. I know he was just he like didn't, he didn't have this huge fucking like, like if that happened in the states, man. Oh my god, we'd be talking about it like and it, it didn't every aff- fucking year. It didn't on, affect like, his, it didn't affect his popularity at all. No, of course. If, if anything, like, it probably made it more popular. Yeah, it's like when Trudeau said, "Have you got a hospital to bother?" It's like that, but way more kickass. Um, yeah, but um. So, like in in but, the states, they're like decades ago. Their their president 
gets a blowjob under a desk and it's all anyone can fucking talk about for years. In Canada, a guy comes at our prime minister with a knife and our prime minister chokes a bitch out and gets in his limo and drives off and that's it. We're done. And like, everyone goes, oh, Canadian <laughs> politics is so boring. <laughs> um, so uh, the protester so, couldn't so it remember. Nice. That was if good. Were, you he, waiting? Were you waiting a long time to use that? Nice. Yeah, well, nice. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, so so Clenet wasn't can't even remember. Uh, it happened so fast, he said. Um, but it broke the crown in his tooth during the, the scuffle. And Clannett, um a couple of months later, the RCMP showed up at the door with a, a check for $560 to cover the dental fee. Hold on, what? So it, it broke his tooth because the prime minister wiped him out. And then the RCMP showed up his door at his door a few months later, offering to pay for the $560 dental fee that, to repair his tooth. That's all it Was he suing the prime minister? Or? Uh no, no, he wasn't. He just, that's how much it cost him. And they were like, hey, we'll pay for it. Because uh, that's what you do in Canada, man. Yeah, if I'm going to break your tooth, I'll pay for it six months later. Yeah, if you're going to, yeah. It's called coming, justice. If you're coming uh, at someone with a knife and they and they break your tooth, you're not going to sue them for breaking your tooth while you were trying to no, stab no. So, them. So then Clan at the protester took the money and bought an ad in a newspaper with it. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, criticizing the Liberal government. Okay, that was a nice twist. It was, yeah, I like yeah. That. So, yeah. but now he's become. This really, is a great story. It's I become really it. famous though, as well. So, the Shawinigan Microbrewery, uh, Trois de Diable, has <laughs> what? Uh, has released an award-winning beer named the Shawinigan Handshake with Prime Minister. Uh, Jean strangling a cherry on the label. Oh, that's the handshake. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Why, where's the name Schwinnigan come from? Is that that's where the, he's from. The guy who tried to attack him with the hunting. No, that's that's where. Um, was the guy who got who got strangled and had his tooth punched out? Was that the guy with the hunting knife? No, that was a separate person. That's a totally separate person. Totally separate person. He was just a protester. It's just that the the knife guy set a bad precedent for put put Jean on edge. Uh, okay. So. Yeah, yeah. Now it's time for a break where you'll be regaled with wonderful products like Snortable Mustard, Hair Mousse Suppositories, That's and right. all of the wonderful innovations brought to you by capitalism, a superior <laughs> system to communism. Uh, and since the incident, many celebrities and politicians have been jokingly held by Jean in the famous chokehold when visiting him. What? So there's a thing he does. There's a photo opportunity where he pretends to strangle you. And they do You're take a photo. You're fucking kidding me. Nope. I've got a picture of former Prime Minister Jean demonstrating his handshake on Liberal MP Justin Trudeau in 2010. No fucking way. Oh my God. Trudeau's loving oh it. Oh my God. He's, Trudeau's loving it. He's, He's laughing like, it up. But like, <laughs> strangle me more, Jean. I can't, strangle I'm, me, Jean. I can't see Jean's face. So no. I don't know if it's actually him or not, but it's he is. That's, a, that's hilarious. Um, so when Bill Clannett, the protester, who was, so the, like, who was a victim... So Jean, Jean goes traveling the world, giving speeches, and at the and, end, and if you want to come and talk to me after the show, it's $10, I'll sign something, I'll choke you. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, like when you go yeah. to the Magic Kingdom in Florida, and there's the sword in the stone that you can't lift out, and everyone poses with it. Right. It's that, it's the Canadian politics version of that enchanted you get to, sword you get in the stone. photo taken of Jean Chrétien yeah, yeah, yeah. choking yeah. you out. Get choked by a former prime minister. <laughs> I mean, I would do that. Yeah, I just exactly. like I would throw money. <laughs> roll up, <laughs> roll up. Only $10. Get choked by Jean Chetan. Oh, my God. Come on. Tell me you wouldn't. 
I, there's no fucking way if I like. I'm there's just, like a I, six foot two like, paper, mache, money. paper mache prime minister, and you like <laughs> insert your head upwards in there. And... <laughs> uh, so the protester Bill Clenner, who is the victim of his handshake, um, victim. Uh, please. So, so when he saw the, um, when he realized the 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 choke move was being used as a photo opportunity by the former, how prime did minister, he break his tooth? Pushed him to the ground. Oh, and he goes from the impact. Okay. See, it was a hard impact to knock a tooth free. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and he describes the former former prime minister as a buffoon because he doesn't think it's very nice that he was pushed to the ground and now it's a joke. I I I think that's a that's a more than fair I think it's reaction. A fair, yeah. <laughs> I was a victim I was a victim of uh, some random violence when I was just protesting, um, with no consequence. <clears throat> and uh, and now it's a photo opportunity that everybody loves, including the current <laughs> prime minister. <laughs> So it's like, imagine, say, there was like a, a charity fundraiser and you got to meet him and you shake hands. You go, oh, thanks for coming down for my prime minister, Jean Chantan, for, um, for doing this. And um, yeah, yeah, it's been really cool. Yeah, oh, thanks. We've raised over $200 for um, dogs that were born with no neck. And um, <laughs> and this has been wonderful. Uh, and, and then he's like, you want to do it, don't you? Yeah, go on. We'll do the photo. <laughs> Keep going, and then what? <laughs> and then he does the photo, and then uh, and then you sanitize your neck, and he sanitizes his hands, and then uh, same time, same thing next year. Yeah, that'd be great. Maybe we can reach three hundred dollars and for dogs with no for necks. dogs born with no necks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sorry if you've got a dog with no neck. Um, it's actually like I think it's just they're just called pugs. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's technically what a pug is. Yeah, a dog with no neck or uh, depth to their face. <laughs> Yeah. That's kind of weird. Real quick. Okay. <laughs> a dog is, that has run into a window very fast and like the, a cartoon stuck. The Schwinnigan uh, handshake. Schwinnigan. There wasn't anybody else in the office or we could have them take a photo of us doing the Schwinnigan handshake to each other and post it online. Uh, it wouldn't be the same though without Jean Tenneau. <laughs> How really did you say, say his name again? Jean Chrétien. Jean Chrétien. There you go. Jean Chrétien. Not Sean. Jean Crutch and Yen. Crutch Yen. Crutch Yen. There you go. Crutch Yen. I'm thinking of Crutch and then the currency Yen. That's how I'll remember it. Sure. John Crutch Yen. Not quite. There we go. <laughs> but a lot better than how it started. I think the visually, I've got, vi- I've got to visualize it. John, John Perigines, Crutch, Crutch. The currency Yen, Yen. Jeans, Crutch Yen. There we go. <laughs> so easy to remember. You should teach classes on pronunciation. Yeah, English classes. Imagine if I teach thirty people over six months full time to teach to learn English, and then, a... and then they release them into the world. Oh my god! They, they need well, somehow. Well, but yeah, them... imagine if I taught them French. <laughs> I'm trying to picture that. Thirty people who get beaten up <laughs> on the streets. <laughs> people who we do have some really nice. Uh, messages from people, oh. um, Canadian French speakers, who uh, who do find my rather than be offended by my terrible pronunciation, they find it deeply entertaining. I'm glad because I don't do it to offend. I'm just genuinely shit at pronouncing non. We have a challenge for any French speakers out there, non English dis- languages, <laughs> who dislike, um, who get genuinely offended, which is nobody so far, who get genuinely offended at Reese's pronunciation of Canadian French words is to, we well, give you a challenge. Just to French words in France, too. Oh, I spoke. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to come on, uh, email us, and we'll give you some Welsh 
uh, words to pronounce. Yeah. And if you can do that correctly without the use of Google, uh, we will we will invite give you, you and give you seven dollars in yep. change. Right now, I got it. Here we go. There you go. He's getting it out of Except his pocket. Seven dollars really in change. He does too. Look at that. It is pretty much seven dollars. Actually, it looks like yeah. There you go. Here we go. So uh, anyway, uh, I'm gonna go back and I gotta go home and see if the boxes have gone, and okay, if or if very the saga. Will... To hear the, the, do you think? Do you think that was creepy? What I did, or do you think that was a good? I don't think it was creepy enough. I could have been more creepy. I think it really. I think your, your plan was way creepier. Oh yeah, like, like, just, just to say, hey, you took the photos. But, uh, I, I found these photos. Identity theft <laughs> is real. I destroy all uh, all addresses on anything I receive. Um, I know pe- people that like, have their identity stolen all the time, and people open like you got to be really good at stealing identities. It's, it can't just be as simple as finding out where someone's what someone's address is. Like public, like people's addresses, public knowledge. Like that's but. If you can go online and find a picture of them and all this other stuff, it's very easy to find out a huge amount of information about people. Yeah. If you're not being careful. I suppose, yeah. My social media, personal social media, is all private. I don't want that to be publicly available. That's fair. You've got kids, though. That makes sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. I get that. But your yeah. your company, I'm, I'm, social I'm my media. I kids want to be famous YouTubers and I won't let them. That's very smart. <laughs> <laughs> I am thoroughly unless they've got a real plan where they can make lots of money. I can retire. Then no. So far, all the plans have been rubbish. <laughs> Minecraft videos, Dad. <laughs> exactly. Just, I mean, like what I'll do is I'll play Minecraft for three hours and talk while I play Minecraft for three hours. Honestly, like, done. It's, it the the whole being social media famous and social media rich thing is. It, the problem is is that people are doing it. Yeah, it, but it's akin to winning the lottery. It is. Right? It's like, what do you want to do when you grow up, Timmy? I want to be a professional lottery player. I'm like, okay, well, statistically, that is a possibility. Like, I can't say that's impossible, but it's so unlikely. Yeah. And like the and you just you you just see these all you see all day long are, are lottery winners surrounding you're surrounded by lottery winners. Like it must be possible. It must be. You know, this is this is <laughs> trying to become a famous TikToker or famous I, Instagrammer. I remember I wanted to be a mad scientist. I wanted to, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a mad scientist. And I wanted to have a layer in a, in a volcano. It's not too late, Reese. I know. I can, <laughs> help, you with this, I can help you with this dream. It's like imagine that. What a cool job that would be. And then <laughs> and then I, I then I moved on to some just wanted to be like a policeman or something. I don't know. I'd be failed at that job too. Yeah, yeah, I'd be a shit policeman. You really would. I'd be very corrupt. You'd let every no. I think you'd just let everybody go. You're too nice. I just, yeah. I'd just be like, hi. Do you know why I stopped you today? I don't know what. Well, you were driving 250 <laughs> kilometers per hour in a school zone. It was pretty impressive. Though. <laughs> you didn't lose control. You ah. weaved your way through the kids seamlessly. <laughs> so I'm gonna lay you off this time because you clearly know what you're doing, but just don't don't let me see you do it again. <laughs> or if you are gonna do it, make sure there's no one like me there. This is my route and this is my schedule. <laughs> just try to avoid me during this time in this area, okay? <laughs> Wink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's not great. You would accept money, but you would accept is a, boxes I think being a policeman's a tough job because you go to like a lot of the time you make you yeah, you are helping people, but also you're making people have a shit day if you're giving them a speeding fine. You know, you're going to ruin their day. Yeah, you know, you get up first thing in the morning. You know, you you polish your policeman's uniform. You sit down and you do your racist affirmations. You know, and your visualizations of how to be a jerk during the day. And then, yeah, yeah. And you, you know, but do, you, do you know what happened um, to me? I had my car towed, and um, 
I realized I misread the sign. So it was my fault. I misread the sign. Okay. And my car got towed. So I went up to the compound to get my car. And the people there were like braced for confrontation with everyone who came in. And I kind of went and I was like, hi. <laughs> and the, they, that's, I mean, that's just uh, you though. And then, <laughs> and then and I just started chatting and I went, oh. I was like, you're out the way up, yeah? And then just talking to them about like, oh, that's, that's a nice dog. Like, it's the Rottweiler barking and everything. And I just started chatting to them. And they were like, oh. Like the killer dog, they, yeah. they, they were like, oh, um, you know, thanks for not shouting at us. I was like, well, if I misread the sign. It was my fault. And I think they're just they're so used to people going up there and going, why the fuck did you draw my car? And um, I can't do that. I don't have that ability to go up and... Like, no, I, I I don't either. It's I'd rather leave that place going, oh, I made a new friend. He I had a really his, nice shotgun. <laughs> his his yeah, we towed his car, but I hope we tow his car again so we get to talk <laughs> to me <him> again. <laughs> you again. I confess, I left it there yeah, yeah. on purpose and, this time. I just missed you. You catch more flies with uh, honey than you do with vinegar. I don't well. want to catch flies at all. Well, if, if you do, <laughs> then use honey. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, in conclusion, in I don't, conclusion. I, I, don't, I wouldn't be a bad police officer because I find it hard to be like hard ass. I think we'd need more. Honestly, I i mean, this is a completely different topic, but I think we would do better with more police officers like you. Less hard ass. Yeah, but I wouldn't get, I wouldn't really be enforcing the law. I would be uh, recommending the law in a friendly manner. What is it with the, by the way, in the UK with the police officers that just have sticks instead of guns? Well, yeah, most, just most, people, most people don't have guns. Yeah, but like, they because just Because nobody has guns. Nobody needs a gun. But again, if you're going to enforce, if you're a criminal, right, and like, well, I'm a hard, hard criminal, and that's how they speak, and and you're stopped by a police officer who has a, a stick, and the police officer says, hey, you, stop what you're doing, you hardened criminal, I'm gonna hit and you, I say, I'm gonna hit you with I'm my gonna, stick. or I'm going to hit you with my stick. And my, well, they, they have tasers as well. Oh, okay. So they will they have they a taser. Have, okay. Yeah, but, yeah. but also, they do, if they need armed police... They'll they call them. They'll like, call you them. Don't you go anywhere. I'm going to call they, the people with guns, and they're going to come in here, and there's then they're going to tell you yeah, to yeah. stop. So rather than having one police officer with a gun who yeah. may be in a difficult situation, going, to, I need to make a, a, a split second decision on whether to shoot this person or am I in danger? Tasers or not? make sense. I don't like guns, but, but like but tasers what, seem like a nice in between. Yeah, tasers you know? are nice. Tasers. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so what you do is instead, then if they were really worried, they would they would like call and they would like call on the radio and within like minutes a van with like eight people with like assault weapons would just roll out Jesus. so if there was a real risk the police officer wouldn't be expected to like solve the situation with just a stick they would call backup <laughs> and then the backup would turn up and i know it's called a baton but i like calling it a stick the stick because yeah. that's what oh, they, no, they call it a truncheon a truncheon a truncheon it's a stick yeah yeah it's a, it's it's a, a heavy, a heavy stick he- that you don't stick. Trust me, though, if they hit you in the face with it, it'll knock your jaw clean off if your face. If anyone has any kind of martial arts training whatsoever, they could, like, defend themselves. They also use dogs stick. as well. Okay, well, that's a problem. And those dogs won't let go until they, they yeah. give them the command. No, that's fair. <clears throat> yeah. That's different. But anyway, like, that's the thing. time. That's the thing in the UK. People don't have guns, so instead they're just brutally violent with their fists. So No, I think that's much better. Honestly, yeah. I'm... I'm hugely anti-gun hugely 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 anti-gun and yeah. as an aside just I'm, a pro fist <laughs> <laughs> the whole the, just a quick aside the whole argument and it's not argument many many arguments because i've watched gun debates 
about like, what do you do when the criminal has guns? Blah, 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 back and forth, back and forth, talking about these. I've watched the debates on guns and gun control and gun um, regulation, and it's hilarious because they bring up questions that as if they're thinking of these questions for the first time, as if no one has ever debated these topics ever and they're doing it for the first time ever and they just can't come to a conclusion who knows right when other countries have already asked these questions they've already had these debates and they've already implemented them successfully and what we have to do is like well what do you do if this incident happens like that's a great question john let's look to iceland like I, you know what i mean yeah, exactly <laughs> let's look like 90 percent of the rest of the world right yeah but... they've already that's a great i'm glad you glad you yeah, brought yeah, up exactly. that question because that question great? has already been answered and solved yeah do, <laughs> do, do, maybe try looking at countries that don't sell uh, bulletproof backpacks for your kids when they go to school that's oh a good that's it that's where i'd start looking for solutions right guns yeah. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, anyway, this has been fun. It has. This has been fun. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna go and uh, give my neighbour a, a Shawinigan handshake. Believe <laughs> in boxes at the end of my driveway. That'd be. Please do. Please do. Yeah. I wouldn't. I'm too nice. I just scare them with identity theft. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, call to action is join our Instagram because, and only because, uh, as of late, I've decided to just start randomly going live, uh, like at two o'clock in the morning when it's raining and I'm caught under a tree, or when I'm running late to the podcast studio and it's uh, a, a small handful of people find it entertaining so there you go if you want to be part of the small handful of entertaining uh, of people being entertained by me running around the city being crazy um join our instagram yeah, yeah. cool there you go well, we'll see you soon that's anyway. the first, how about that that's the first that's time cool. i've ever promoted our own instagram In- instagram plug yeah I, I gotta go home oh yeah right you got yeah. you got a life yeah i gotta go back to my life right see you soon everyone yay oh my god Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, 
If you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 